0: CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about
1: CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community.
0: Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Taryn as we talk shop about all things CFF. All right, episode 10 and this time we actually mean we're on episode 10 um last week we had a little no (laughs) last week we had a little bit of a blip there we thought we were on 10 but it was really nine when we interviewed Dana. um today is 10 and uh actually that's actually a really convenient coincidental number because we're interviewing julie today and julie has been with us right from the very beginning and coincidence is almost 10 years so episode 10 10 years with the OG of CFF, there's a lot of <laughs> letters there.
1: Julie, what does it feel like to have that title?
2: Um, well, it, it feels much better than um, oldest member, which was my original <laughs> title, which isn't quite accurate as there are many older than me, but longest. Yes, I can wear that badge with pride very
1: much.
0: Yeah, I know. I remember I said oldest member one time and I was like, wait, 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 wait. That, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that was like at one of the Anniversary parties yeah. or something? You said that.
0: <laughs> Poor Julie. <laughs> Not what I meant. No. Okay. <laughs> OG is now your new title. OG stands for original gangster. Just in case <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows what that means, it's just like it's the thing from the person who like started it. That's Julie for us. Julie joined. What was it?
2: April or May? it it, it was June. I talked oh, to you at okay. the end of May, twenty eleven. I started in June because I knew my birthday was coming up.
0: June 2011. So I was open for February, March, April, May, four months, and then you came. That's awesome. That is cool. How did you hear about CrossFit?
2: Uh, a friend of mine who was, uh, she was my maid of honor, a good close friend, and uh, we haven't seen each other much. And she said to me, hey, you want to join with me? She'd heard about the gym from a friend of hers who I've been a member, that was Chantel. And she explained it to me as um, a place where you could do real life stuff, like, like carrying groceries. And at the time, boot camps were very popular. So I can get to a boot camp. And I just thought, hey, okay, something I can do to spend time with this friend. And it's only a three-month commitment. Hey, I can do this for three months. Great. Sounds good. So...
0: three Um, months turned into 10 years
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's the official story um unofficially oh my gosh at work that year everyone had gotten on the fitness train um a colleague had done Jillian Michaels and lost a tremendous amount of weight and gotten very in shape Uh, others were doing the boot camps um others did other things and You know, one colleague who taught phys class that said, let's get together in the gym and do it. I said, okay, I'm in. And our warm up was playing tag. (laughs) Oh my God, I could not play tag. I was so winded, I was so embarrassed. I couldn't believe how I couldn't do it. I just felt so humiliated. And I remember trying to do a plank and my body could not even hold itself up. And uh, looking back in the pictures, you can just see I was not moving, I was not happy. So all that was in the background. So things aligned at, at just the right time for me to, to walk into function. That's pretty cool. That
1: is cool. That is really cool. So when those things aligned and you walked in the doors, did you know what you were getting yourself into? Uh, no, not at all. But I knew there was no...
2: Equipment like I pictured equipment in a gym that really intimidated me. I don't know what the equipment does, I don't know how to use it. I had a stereotypical vision of my head of people ha- being there for a certain reason, and that wasn't me. I'm quiet, I keep to myself. I like plugging away at, at what I want to improve at, but I need somebody to work with me, and uh, that's how it was. It, it was a small group, and uh. We got to share things, you know. The very first building, we had to share weights, we had to share equipment. So there was in it, there was this inherent teamwork that went with it. And even though maybe I was only allowed to use the PVC because I couldn't even squat yet, I didn't stick out for that. That was okay because that's where I was. And nobody refused to be my partner, even though I could only put the five-pound weights on. They'd flip those weights off, fly them back on, just so they could trade out with me. I think that's a very
0: unique experience that, um, I don't know what the right wording is on it. Just like, you know, most of the people in here never got to experience that or never have had to experience that. Like if you have to share equipment now, like sometimes, you know, it's not always accepted, you know, and, back then, like, we just, we didn't have a choice. Like, when you only have one set of dumbbells and you only have so much space on the rig, like, we only had two squat racks at that time or whatever it was. Like, you just, you didn't have a choice. And I like how you worded it, that it was this inherent teamwork because it, it really was. Like, you, it was just, everyone just had to, that was the That's way cool. it went. And that was a, that was a cool little, you know, now that I look back on it, at the time, I pictured it as a huge inconvenience because you want, you want to be able to provide you know, all this stuff for each person to have their each or their own equipment. But like, now I look back and I'm like, and it was such a like a little intimate environment and that was really special about that old, old place. I I, kind of planned
2: my workouts. I liked the late ones because they were smaller. In fact, I still remember it was the latest one I think was seven and I was the only one. And the coach, I'm going to forget his name. He was a coach there at the first building. Ryan. And, uh, Brian, okay. I, uh, even though I was the only one, he didn't push me out the door. It was a group. It was a team workout though. A partner wad. So he called his roommate to drop off his shoes, drop off his clothes. He got changed and he did it with me. And I'm sitting there going, man, I'm working out with coach. Like, you know, this should be pressure, but not at all. He was cheering me on. He was doing the work. It, it was fantastic. I didn't know that. that
0: is cool. yeah. Or maybe I forgot that, but I didn't know that. <laughs> that is very cool. Brian was a stand-up dude.
1: Do you remember what your first workout was? Or like, did you go through foundations <laughs> yeah, it back, was then? Different back then? Yeah, what was it like back then? Tell, tell us all. Tell Whitney what tell, it was like. Yeah. Now. I didn't even go to the old, old gym. I'm
2: sure the first one had to be a version of baseline because I remember um a colleague asking me, Hey, what did you do your first time? And I was all all excited to tell him I remember trying to demonstrate squats as best I could so it was some version of that
0: um, our foundations program back then was different it was like every Monday for the first month you came and like sat down for you know half an hour of an information session we, oh. we, ta- we like taught you stuff oh, cool. and then it was kind of the same format we did some mobility and then we just hit a quick workout with a couple movements it was quite different than the way we do it now but as a as things should be evolve and grow and whatever but yeah that first workout was a baseline and now it's like our last workout of foundations (laughs) but it has stuck through 10 years because it's a it's a it's a good it's a perfect little workout yeah cool um so from there give me highlight moment of the old old gym oh my gosh
2: there's a, uh, there's probably a few that stick out when I start thinking through them, but some of my favorites are from when I was pregnant. Mine too. It's a, it's a huge time. <laughs> when you were pregnant. It. Let's just be clear on
0: that.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> um, so I joined, it was June 2011, and then a year and two months later was when I, I was pregnant, and that itself was quite a journey for me. And I think being healthy played a big part in that happening. And uh, throughout that time, I mean... There were things that I struggled with. Front squats was one of them. I, I just never quite had a great form. But as my belly grew, my front squats got awesome. <laughs> I remember just being so excited the one time. Just I could put more weights on, throw those on there. I was so excited. I finally hit 100 pounds in front squats. It's like one of my favorite pictures ever. My belly and holding oh, that, that yeah, bar up. That I don't cool. think I've ever, well, it took me a long time to get that back again at all, but that was fantastic.
1: What and, was it uh, like um, doing CrossFit and being pregnant? I uh, asked
2: a lot of questions, but I learned that along the way because walking in, I was at a zero. Like I, I knew nothing. I was learning everything. and What I really loved is no matter what the class, no matter what the skill level, every movement was taught as though I'm a beginner, so I never felt stupid for not knowing what came next, because hey, they're going through it, or maybe we haven't done it in three months, and I've forgotten, so same thing, it was a lot of questions, and I think I might have been the first one pregnant, so you know, coaches were looking out for me, and Taryn was very specific, she said, you need to talk to us, no matter what it is, even if you think it's small, we need to modify for you, so don't hesitate, and I swear, she could just see the slightest quiver, and she'd eyeball me and like, what was that? What are you feeling? She just knows. So there's no point in trying to get anything past her because she knows. Yeah. Right. She and uh, I remember my push-ups going from the ground to a chair to the wall the up <laughs> as I went along. And, and finally, two weeks before my due date, I was squatting and I realized that I could squat a little further than I should. So things were getting a little too loose. and It was probably time to,
1: to just stop at that point. I thought you were gonna say you were squatting and your water broke. <laughs> no, no,
0: no, we definitely did have a conversation about that yes. though, because it was a yes. it was air squats and box jumps you were doing, <laughs> or and I will you never you remember this? I remember that conversation. I know exactly where in the gym her box was, and I coming up like I think midway through the workout, or maybe it was before the workout. And just being like, listen, you will not this will not happen I'm not cleaning this up I was
1: just gonna say you probably said if your water breaks you're cleaning it up yourself that
2: is exactly
1: what she said exactly word for word
0: yes I'm pretty sure I still say that now when there's it's
1: like you're gonna peek or something That's you know, it's funny oh man well I actually
2: asked coach Karen to be my backup because I said when well, I'm in labor I'm gonna need to work at this I need somebody telling me what to do and my husband came in he he asked Taryn, can, can I record you coaching so I know what to say? And she's like, it's not really like that, you know? <laughs> so he tried the best he could, but he had her number. And the rule was, if I was out, Taryn's on speed dial. You are calling her because I will push that kid out if she tells me to. And to this day, I swear my labor would have been faster if he'd have called you.
0: So- <laughs> I know that. So just just to clarify, I can now add birth coach to my resume. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I yeah. I that
1: to our list of But services. I only
0: do that by phone.
2: <laughs> and for As well clients. you should.
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. So you started almost 11 years ago. What has kept you going? Uh no
2: matter well, and I've I've gone consistently and inconsistently, right? Even when I drop down to coming only once a month, I can feel it. I feel better when I'm there. Like mm-hmm. I know that my mind is better. Uh, I'm more positive. I'm more patient, and uh, it's me time that's well spent. I've I've never not been a member. I found times where I struggled going, but uh, just being around the people and the coaches. Uh, there's something inherently positive positive in all that, that adds to what I have. I mean, you take it all the way to this pandemic where you realize, even if I hadn't been getting to the gym, the fact that I couldn't go was a big worry, mm-hmm. right? I, I need to be a part of that. There's something I'm getting from there. So it's, and it, it's everybody, you know, I talked about the teamwork when we started, but it's still there. I last year, I really worked during the summer at getting back to the gym regularly. And I, I went outside my comfort zone and signed up for a holiday wad. Now those are busy. There's a lot of people. It really stresses me out and me being me, I walked in late and Taryn looked at me and said, you better get ready because we're starting. I remember that. I look around and there's people and right away, someone reached out. I didn't even know their name and said, Hey, you can come team up with me. You know, it was right away. It was right there. So it's the people, they always welcome you back. They always support you no matter where you are in your journey. So I, I could never, never walk away from that.
1: It sounds like it's a lot of mental and community based reasons that you continue coming. Is that the case? Or are there other physical, like, do you have physical goals in terms of lifting and moving that also keep you coming back?
2: Uh, I had goals and those have changed uh, throughout the last nine years because I've changed. I'm in a new decade now. Uh, Movement in my 40s is not what it was. And I had to really think about that this week. It was the end of a nutrition challenge. And I still haven't replied to my (laughs) coaches about my results because I had to process them. Uh, You know, when I think back to my first nutrition challenge, that was spring of 2012 and I worked my butt off. I hit every check mark. I I did everything I needed to. And I lost 10 pounds. I lost eight inches. I gained so much. I was so proud of me. And then a few months later, I was pregnant and still in the best shape of my life. Like, I'm sorry, my kid came out and lifted his neck up, right? He lifted his head (laughs) up. And my dad's like, that's pretty cool. I'm Like, that's because I worked out, you know? so so just keeping that keeping that all going but this challenge i didn't have those results it's a lot of years later and i didn't hit every check mark but my goals aren't the same as they were then right i i was at a different place that first time i've been going to the gym consistently i had gotten to a really good place now now i'm restarting that i'm older and the movement is harder so the mobility is so important and i'm struggling with that but lucky for me a coach during the challenge said, how can I help you and hold you accountable for that? So I have the option to reach out. I need to do that. I have things that hurt when I'm not moving. So when I stop going, the pain starts, the knee hurts, the hip hurts. When I'm going consistently, I'm moving, I'm mobile, and that pain goes away. Uh, nutritionally, too, I've, uh, things are different in this decade, right? I need to, to watch myself better. When you indulge, you pay for it more. And I know that when I, I eat clean, I eat healthy, my digestive system finally settles, I'm healthier. I can feel it in my skin. I can feel it in my whole body that I'm better. And I always notice the patience. As soon as I can cut out that sugar, the patience increases so much, no matter what happens oh, at a, work. That's an interesting point. One. Yeah. Um, and I think at home, they appreciate it too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I, I think that's a very valid point that you brought up about being in a different place, especially when you have such a long time span um, such as that. I know there's many times I have conversations with you know, some of the clients that have been here for several years as well. And probably the most common thing I hear is like, well, I used to be able to do X, Y, Z. And just like you said, like, You have to take into consideration the different things that you were doing at that point when you were able to do X, Y, Z and how things might have changed from then to today. Like you might not be in the gym as much or as consistently or, you know, maybe you've been focusing on something else or your stress is higher or you're sleeping less or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I think having that perspective and at least your awareness for that perspective is like huge. And that speaks to your maturity with this whole kind of journey that you've been on in nine years. And, and that's awesome. You know, a lot of people still have yet to learn that, um, you know, it took me years and years to figure that out in my own journey that's similar. So I think that's really cool that you touched on that. And, you know, you could see that happening within yourself and you have that patience for yourself too. Um it's easy to be become frustrated and stuff when you look back and you know, you may not be where you used to be, but then you have the maturity to also understand that you're at a different point too. And to be able to work with what you need now is different than what you may have needed then. That's awesome. The principles are still the same. You know, they just are presented differently now. That's cool.
2: I also have a little shadow who watches me now and for me, Um, my first half, I guess my first half of time at Function, um, it would have been my older girl. That's what was really cool at the old place. Um, There was no kids program yet. Everyone was together. And my girlfriend and I, who joined at the same time, our daughters joined with us. And being able to have that, you know, your tween, having that experience, having something to do together, that's pretty awesome to have. And I know she really enjoyed what she got from that. And now we can talk about it together. And now I have a just turned seven-year-old it's the same thing um we get to do that as a family and I think that's so important
0: I I love how like energetic he is like it's really cool and when he was old enough to join in on the kids stuff like that was the perfect little fit for him to be able to blow that seam off and I've really liked over this whole uh pandemic stuff how you know with our at home program online your whole family like to see Mm -hmm. even your husband jump in on that you know who maybe in these nine years has maybe come worked out with us maybe once or twice. Like i it's very rare that I've (laughs) seen him in here other than to pick up the kid kind of thing. But so what I've seen him more online with you guys working out as a family. And I think that's just great that, you know, everybody can be involved in it and you guys are making that effort to all come together and share that experience. Yeah, I'll tell you, he popped in
2: he popped on during the hero wad. I think that was the first one he came and I think he kind of surprised him because halfway through he went, Whoa, like he just hit a wall. And realized, cause, I mean, the hero wads are meant to be really, really challenging. And he hadn't been able to go to his gym, but afterwards he looked at me and said, you did really great. Like, you did really awesome. I said, well, thanks. And now you know what we do. And the next night during Xander's workout, he was, he was kind of ready to say, Hey, I want to check this out let's see what's going on here so that was nice
1: the fact that you guys have all been able to work out together and you do on multiple multiple times a week because we see you um what has that done for your family in the last two months
2: oh uh it's been a wonderful outlet together you know um there's not as much opportunity for that the parks are closed You know, you couldn't even for a while go into a field. So having something you can do together at home that's not a video game, that's not any piece of that, where it's accessible for all of us. And just like the old gym, we have to work together to find our space. It's really cool to see, you know, when when your kid is able to show you what to do, how do we do this? He gets to be the leader in that for mom and dad. I think he really enjoys that too. Mm -hmm. And you can see him loving the time together.
1: Oh, absolutely. You certainly can. And he he comes to class when you guys are there with him in the kids and teens class. You can see that sense of pride that his parents are are joining him, which is really cool. Yeah, I I really am
2: not as appreciative of the fact that Whenever there's burpees, he says, mom, want to do it with me? And, but we figured out he can do two to one for every two he does. If I can do one,
1: we're pretty okay. There you go. i tried try to pawn some off on him. He's pretty good at taking on extra work. That is true. Especially if it's burpees. So Pop yeah. in there and tell it to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We hear that a lot, that a lot for sure. Um, so, um, We also get to see, or I have also gotten to see him at school because I have gone to your school and done uh, programs there. Can you talk to us about what that has looked like for the school and the students there from both a parent and a teacher principal perspective?
2: Absolutely. I um, actually went to uh, a PD held this fall with Reg Lytle Uh, For myself, because I was teaching some phys ed this year and and wanted to improve my practice. And he talked about the philosophy. You know, we have a lot of games. You have the volleyball, the badminton. These are all great. But what are these kids going to be doing in real life when they reach adulthood? How many of them will be part of teams? What could they do for their physical health? And that was great to me thinking, yeah, what can you just do at home that keeps you active? So bringing in the CrossFit to these kids, those are the things they could really be doing at home to stay active. I was very lucky that I was able to go and watch some of the younger kids' classes from the balcony and those grade ones just loved
1: it. Weren't they awesome? Oh, And like you're a little biased because that's the class that your son was in. (laughs) But they were awesome. They loved it.
2: They really did. They just went wholeheartedly into everything and I was curious to see how it would translate to the upper years where, you know, they're a little more shy sometimes and withdrawn. And, and maybe we had some kids that, that didn't do, um, weren't participating in sports outside of school. So didn't have that exposure. They maybe mm-hmm. didn't have the shoes to run in or the clothing to wear, but it was made so accessible for them. Like everyone knows how to play rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. That's accessible. So it turns like into a game. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was great. And when they realized nobody was looking at them and they could just, you know, do the best they could do. Suddenly they were so caught up in the game. They forgot that they were being physically active and getting healthy. Yeah. That was great to see. And how about the time we got, uh, the gym was missing. We were stuck in the
1: classroom. That was, I think that was probably one of my favorite classes like ever. Like we, how, like how many of them were there? 15 teenagers? or more. Oh
2: yeah. And you and
1: I in this classroom trying to do a CrossFit class and it was, it couldn't have gone any better. That's why I said her and I don't know
0: (laughs) if everybody can see my face right now.
1: (laughs) It was awesome though. And I think, um, and it happened at such a good time in our session with them because they had kind of bought into what we were doing by that time probably the first week they were like who is this girl what are we doing I do not want to do a burpee don't ask me to do another burpee like this is a waste of my time but like you said when you can introduce it through games and just just to get moving and finding different ways to make it fun and exciting usually and I would say this for most of the classes that I worked with at the school usually by week two and three, they were bought in and they knew that some form of fun was going to come from it. And I found too, at your school, even the fitness component for me wasn't the important factor. It was that sort of bonding and building community and just even just having fun was a huge priority of mine.
2: Yes, and I saw that especially. Yeah, you're right, week after week. I mean, the week we were in the classroom, hundred percent participation, no yeah. question, no one faking a leg injury. No so.
1: it, yeah, it was really it was really cool to watch each of those classes just kind of like, okay, this is what I'm here for and this is what I'm getting, and now like I'm into it. And it was really cool to just watch that change. Have,
0: have you seen or did you see a direct impact within the classroom following these? Uh, sessions with Whitney
2: um well they were late in the morning so it kind of led into lunchtime but you could see in the afternoon them being a little more settled because yeah they they've been active in the morning um unlike a game where you know if you like volleyball and feel confident in it you're more likely to participate if you're not you're kind of going to hang that this was accessible to everyone so they were all participating and I think most of them at a pretty high level as they were get you know as every week went on.
1: Yeah, awesome. absolutely, absolutely, cool. And it was really cool that you would participate as well. I thought that was <laughs> awesome. Was well, really I had
2: cool. fun every week trying to find old school jerseys yeah, and when we got up. 80s <laughs> and oh yeah, I was ready to go. That was awesome.
1: <laughs> and I and I think it was a great example to the kids to show them that. This is something that you're invested in outside of school. Like, this is something you participate in, and to also show them how important it is to take care of your body and do things like this to prepare you for life and to be successful mentally and physically as you grow and get older and into your adulthood.
2: Yes, absolutely. You can see that with some of the students who you know will do activities with the parents. You see one who does yoga with their mom or goes to the gym with their dad. You can see their, their commitment to it is higher because they're doing it as a family. That mm-hmm. matters.
1: Did you notice any change in terms of, because um, we did a lot of like group stuff and partner stuff, um, in our times together, did you notice any change in sort of the community component of your class in terms of helping each other and just like
0: their interaction with each yeah. other?
2: That positive interaction. Yeah. And that ties into, I mean, at our school, at Dr. Brass, one of our mottos is be kind always, mm-hmm. so, you know, that fits right in with we build each other up, we don't put each other down. We help mm-hmm. each other. And I know it influenced my practice in the gym too. So when I had my classes, I could see that, Hey, I can restructure how we're doing this to have more of that teamwork, not as a competitive piece, but Hey, you guys can help each other out. You can help each other out. And when you saw what worked, what, what worked for coach Whitney, then I could borrow from that. And,
1: and no, that's into awesome. class too. that is yeah. awesome. No, that's so good. Very cool. I noticed, um, there was one time we were playing a game and I think there was only one girl in the class that day and she was kicking butt at this game and I felt like it just like earned her this like respect from the boys in the class it was awesome I enjoyed that that day that was a good one. That is good. We had a
2: a very skewed proportion of boys to girls yeah, in that you class. Did. So for that opportunity to happen this was pretty yeah. important cuz we had yeah, there was a group session happening at the same time we lost the girls and that was pretty good.
1: Yeah, no, that was awesome to see to see that, and to see the boys like be excited to have her on their team. Like, I thought that was really cool. It was very yeah. neat. What else? All right, like, yeah, literally That's, the OG of everything. So let, <laughs> let's go.
0: Advice. Okay. Oh, um, advice to somebody considering starting. Go.
2: Uh,
0: just walk in
2: and start doing it
0: that just this seems
2: <laughs> to be the
0: advice just walk in
1: <laughs> if only people would just listen
0: it, it, it's
2: always the hesitation as soon as you hesitate you don't so just don't hesitate go just start moving and get in there absolutely advice for
0: someone who's been struggling lately like in the gym
2: oh you'll always have your peaks and valleys but where will you find a better group of people to help you through Um, I know just yesterday I was talking to a friend at the gym. Um, she was, you know, struggling a bit and I saw that and I texted her that morning. So she showed up for the workout and we did the cool down together. We just FaceTimed each other and walked around for 10 minutes and then got her done. And both of us had a much better day. Oh, that's so
1: awesome. Oh, that's awesome. That makes my heart happy. Me too.
2: (laughs) Oh. <laughs> I wish everyone could see the smiles on your
0: face. <laughs> I'm, like, oh right. I'm like, how do I follow that up right now? <laughs> I,
2: yeah, no, that just. It's like Taryn looks like she could hug somebody right now. No. Let's... Hey, I will tell you, that was one of my highlights at the gym. I got one hug from Coach Taryn when I came back from having a baby. That was my hug from Taryn moment. So if you'd like a hug from Coach <laughs> Taryn, go have a baby. Ask her to be your coach and come back. Julie, what are you doing to me right now?
1: (laughs) Going the soft side. (laughs) Oh boy. Um, Advice for someone with kids and how to be a role model in that position.
2: Oh, include them. I think that's one mistake we make is thinking it has to be all or nothing. I like having some gym time. That's me. I need that for me time. Mm -hmm. But I also enjoy that, hey, I can come work out and have my kid wait. There's a spot he can go hang out. He's old enough now. And because he's been a part of it, now he gets to join it and be a part of it too.
0: Awesome. What kind of, like when you look back, do you have, and maybe this is an odd question. Is there anything else in your life that you have committed to for as long as you have this?
2: Oh, besides my marriage and uh, career? <laughs> yeah, honestly, no. No. I mean, I have uh, clothes that have been around that long since i <laughs> to get rid of them. But no, this is definitely one of the longest relationships I've had has been, has been with the gym. And just like a good relationship, that's because even when I, I treat my gym badly and don't give it the attention it deserves, it always welcomes me back. <laughs> Julie so With good no judgment yeah <laughs> mm. hey it was um I, I will say it was my safe place when when my dad was sick mm-hmm. the gym was one place I took refuge put on my sunglasses worked out in tears I remember coach Gala coming over and saying, you just go you do what you need to do you're just here to work see Jim always welcomes you back it's those people man Always comes back to the people.
0: All right. <laughs> yeah. So just put tears in both of our eyes.
1: Well, we've kind of just been building up since this conversation got super deep. <sighs> Sorry to the next person that we interview after this one.
0: This is how Julie never
2: got invited back again.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's finish. Okay. With- we gotta
1: get a little. We light gotta go rapid
0: fire here. here. This is what we do with our interviewees. Okay,
1: favorite CrossFit movement? Deadlifts. Oh, least favorite? I, uh, anything
2: overhead, overhead squat. Ooh. That's my favorite. Oh, <laughs> that's the one I had to use a PVC pipe for for like two years, man. <laughs> so has it
1: scarred you a little bit, that PVC pipe? <laughs> a little tough, a little tough. Yeah. <laughs> favorite workout? Oh.
2: I don't know if I know the names of them. Um, Anything with anything with
0: your best day at the gym? What would it be? Your best workout at the gym? What would it be?
2: I think um, I I guess I'd say the short and dirties
0: because they kind of
2: yeah Yeah. they they kind of push you to know what you're capable of right. Quick punch in
0: the face and you're done. Out of the three locations, which was your favorite? Oh, I don't think that's a fair I, question.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I could pick. I think I've talked about why I like the first one so much, but um, the second location is is kind of where I got to to bring my son into and uh, kind of create my second comeback of of getting back into it again after getting older and dealing with injuries and refocusing and then Now there's a whole new journey, right?
0: Yeah, we've really come into this new one. (laughs) So maybe not a fair (laughs) question.
1: (laughs) Okay, we got to go with our You're on a Deserted Island questions. Okay, you're on a deserted island. Which three to five movies do you have with you? These are the only movies you
0: can watch for the rest of your life on this deserted island. What are they?
1: oh will be definitely
2: breakfast club oh okay a classic 80s yeah yeah I'm a pretty big fan of the 80s movies so that's probably strictly where it will go um I'd need to have a Disney movie in there for sure Little Mermaid sing the whole thing that would keep me happy uh
0: interesting this is
2: harder than i thought it would be i like movies way too much to, to give too many of them up back to the future yep
0: <laughs> you're on a deserted island
2: <laughs> yep gotta have that it would cheer me up well and yeah no movie with water in it right well you picked the little mermaid <laughs> <laughs> it's cartoon water it shouldn't be as bad okay. it's about the
0: singing the, singing. About the okay, singing okay
2: right yeah. i have this
0: sing along little mermaid you had, like, the little bouncy ball on the bottom
1: yeah. of the screen? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Those were good Disney ones. <laughs> on VHS. That's how I'd have had it. <laughs> if you could only have one food on this deserted island, what would it be? Am, am I thinking what I
2: like or what I need to survive? That's up to you. That'll tell us a lot about you. Potatoes. Honestly, everyday potatoes. I'm such a fan of potatoes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What was it the other day? it was salad from someone else the other night? Mm, so salad. you guys are harvesters. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right, your turn.
2: Got any oh. rapid fire for us? Rapid fire. I oh, I should have thought of it more quickly. Or just any, just
0: any questions. Hmm. We P. S. We didn't give Julie any no. heads up on this, so
1: which I we should really should do that for the future. Or not, so then we don't get stuck answering questions. <laughs> people people
2: could be uh, people could be mean. Um, I, what's one thing you, you wish you could have done for for the gym? Um, like program wise or taking it somewhere wise, that's something you'd like to add.
1: That's for you, not for me.
2: You've added a lot too, Coach, right? There's programming you've,
1: you've done. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty happy with where the kids stuff is going and, and where it will continue to go. So, yeah, I am liking that path. It's a good one. Okay.
2: I, if you could go.
0: <coughs> I've always, like, the elite athlete stuff is my jam, working with, you know, kids that are – uh
1: working with kids what, and
0: The kids <laughs> I mean like the older kids that are disciplined and determined and already have that good attitude a
1: million dollars every still... time you said working with kids
0: <laughs> um building that elite athlete program is uh kind of where I my focus goes because that type of programming and that type of attitude and mentality and the way that I can coach those kids that's like is best for my personality, um, that sort of you know hardcore intense side of me. That's the part I, I like. I love my group programming and my average Joe everyday people for sure, hundred um, percent. But that, there's a small part of me that really loves that where you can just, you know, I don't want to say yell at them, but <laughs> it's a different kind. The drive
1: of, that they possess. Yeah, it's, it's a
0: different, different kind degree. of intensity. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, going the other side. So dream vacation
0: house in Arizona
1: if you could go anywhere
0: yeah that's where I'd go I would I do want to go to Germany that's on my bucket list to do all the Nazi Hitler stuff and (laughs) learn all that side of history that stuff is I love that part of history that's on my bucket list but like could easily just settle with a house in Arizona
1: shockingly I enjoy like the beach and the ocean but also,
0: has a redhead. I'm pale. <laughs> fair skin. With ample
1: sunscreen supply with me. Um, like the ocean and stuff is super calming for me, like just relaxing. But I do like visiting large cities and exploring stuff. I'd like to get back to Europe someday. That would be fun. Yeah, I'm really up for any kind of travel vacation. Not too picky. Just will go anywhere. (laughs) I guess
2: the end of a pandemic is a time to think about that. Yeah, really. I guess now what the people really want to know if they were to bring you a cup of coffee, what's
1: your coffee? Black. Black. Always black.
0: Or a latte with almond milk, extra hot. I would take that too, but I'm trying to be healthier, so black. (laughs) <laughs> doesn't fit in my day oh. oh so sorry
1: what's your coffee order
2: uh large black pre- preferably from
1: mcdonald's oh yes Mm-hmm. agreed on
0: the mcdonald's I'm starbucks part? but i'll take mcdonald's i feel right like now. you
1: say that but whenever we have this conversation you always say i like mcdonald's coffee better i don't say that i just don't
0: want to make you go buy me a four dollar coffee because i feel bad <laughs> And you probably have like cards of free stickers to buy me no, a free don't. coffee. You have them all. Not anymore. I'm out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that one. That's Anyways, <laughs> all right, Julie. This has been awesome. I thought it would be. It, it was a cool transition from interviewing somebody who had just joined us last mm-hmm. week to interviewing somebody that's been with us from the very beginning. Um, I appreciate your support that long, and you know, staying committed and involved in the gym in all the many different ways that you have. I've had an impact not only on myself but on everyone else that's been around you, whether it's been a short time or a long time. Um, so that's important to know. Uh, yeah, I just the OG. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being so awesome, Julie. Not the oldest member, but <laughs> the longest. <laughs> the member. longest member. <laughs> I don't know how many other gyms can say they have members that have been there for nine plus years. So that's
1: yeah, probably that's not many. awesome,
0: and, yeah um, yeah.
2: Well, I appreciate being a part. Thanks for chatting with me. First person to sit here and make me come to
0: tears. That's for sure.
2: <laughs> Another first. Woohoo! Yeah, you're crushing it. <laughs> My bingo card is almost complete.
0: <laughs> <All right. laughs> awesome. Thanks for hanging out with us, Julie. Um, if anyone else has any other questions that they want to Uh, us direct to direct towards julie just hit us up throw us an email or shoot us a message Um, we'll pass it along and get some answers from julie as always we appreciate you listening and we'll see you next week for episode 11